1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
0: Wow, it is already pretty warm outside. 75 in La Crosse, 72 in Mauston, 70 in Fond du Lac, Beaver Dam, as well as Madison. Kind of tells you what we've got coming our way. It's five minutes after five o'clock on a Tuesday morning. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. by the way. Thanks so much for joining us. Boy, I'll tell you, if you're going to be outside doing chores today, trying to get some more work done in the field, be sure that you're careful about yourself and this temperature that we're going to hit. 91 are expected high for today under a mostly sunny sky. That's just outright hot, folks. Tomorrow, not a lot better. 86. Thursday, sunshine and 87. So we are in the 80s consistently the rest of this week, but touching out near 91 today. Talking about it with Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, in just a little bit. Is that weather an influence in the marketplace? Talking about it this morning with John Heinberg, Market Advisor. Total Farm Marketing by Stuart Peterson after 530. And also, uh, you know, the Wisconsin State Fair is not going to be happening. One major fundraiser that happens at the Wisconsin State Fair, the Pork Shop. Uh, It is operated entirely by our Wisconsin pork producers. Not only are they facing the loss of their livestock markets, now they're facing the loss of that financial source as well. Josh Scramlin's got details after 5.30.
2: If we all go in on energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for some big rewards.
3: Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen.
2: Get started today. Call 888-623-2146 or visit FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more.
3: That's FocusOnEnergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001.
4: Boy, oh boy, the last couple of weeks, we've seen the Wisconsin crop progress reports come out, and we are eons ahead of where we were last year. It's Josh Gramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. But not everything is completely hunky-dory, because now that we have the crops in the ground, this is, as Bob Boesel would say, where the battle begins. Bob, you recently spoke with somebody about uh, things that Wisconsin producers should really be
5: taking into account and maybe looking out for as they continue uh- to head out into the field. You're exactly right, Josh, and that would be the weeds. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire, and I don't care what end of the barn you're at, if you've got crops in the ground, you better start looking for the weeds, whether it's coming up giant ragweed, whether you're talking velvet leaf, uh, it's all going to be out there this year. We've had some nice warm weather, we've had some rain, good growing conditions, so the crops are up, and the weeds are making their appearance as well. Rodrigo Worley is our Wisconsin Extension Weed Specialist for Crop Acres. And we talked to him about what he sees coming this year for the challenge in the weed area. And he said there'll be a lot of them. And for the most part, the crop is in around Wisconsin. Now, what's next? Well, one of those things is weed control. We're going to find out about that with Dr. Rodrigo Worley, who is the cropping system's weed specialist, scientist at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. And Rodrigo, as we mentioned, the, the crops went in well as we get here to the end of May, first part of June. Weed control, what's your main concern right now? Hello, Bob. Yeah, no, that
6: is right. So we've made a tremendous progress uh, getting the crops in the ground. I'm going into my third growing season here in Wisconsin. Uh, we're about 80% done establishing our trials. You know, la- you know, the past few years, we were barely starting this time of the year. Uh, so it's amazing how, you know, smooth for the most part planting and spraying uh, went. Okay, We had a really nice uh, conditions late April, uh, early May, nice and dry. The crops went in. A lot of farmers got their herbicide sprayed, you know, their pre-emerged herbicides uh, with soil residual activity. And that has been the main question because uh, the crops that got in uh, late April, early May, they didn't get much rain, okay? And rainfall is necessary to activate pre-emergent herbicides. Okay? So we've been questioning about the use of pre-emergent herbicides for the past couple of years here. They're very important for early season weed control, for in-season weed control. Okay, uh, but they need rainfall to be activated. Uh, so this year it's been a little different than the past two years. We haven't had enough rainfall until uh, this past uh, weekend here, the weekend of the uh, May 16' and seventeen. We finally got some good rain, two three inches there to activate. Okay. So we're telling, telling our farmers right now is to go out there uh, and scout the fields that they planted and sprayed early. And by early, I mean you know early May. Uh, because those pre-herbicides did not get activated and the weeds uh, are coming through. You know, we're going to our plots, we're checking uh, some commercial fields that received the pre-emerged herbicide and we're seeing some weeds breaking through. It is unsure uh whether they're going to uh, be controlled by those trees or not, because that's going to be a uh, mode of action dependent there. Whatever mode of action was used for the pre-program may still have some impact uh, on the weeds that are being established uh, right now, but it's un- unclear. So what we're telling folks, if you put a pre emergence down and you did not get rain until a week or two weeks after, to go out there and scout the field, okay? The other question that we're getting, Bob, you know, we spray that, those herbicides. Uh, are those herbicides being degraded? Yeah, they're, they could be degraded a little bit, but they're still uh, there, okay? This modern chemistry, they can withstand uh, sunlight. Uh, they can withstand staying on top of soil for about 10 to 14 days without much degradation that was sprayed was not lost and now that we finally got good amount of rain most of the state got two or three inches of rain which is perfect for incorporation and activation those herbicides will start working now so you should expect good three four weeks of residual weed control uh, moving into the growing season now assuming you picked a good herbicide okay but my concern again uh, is the weeds that may have uh, emerged and are establishing now before the pre-emergent activation which may force our growers to change their post emergence weed control strategy.
5: What weeds uh, are you really looking at? Water hemp, of course, has been the headline. Control that. Is there a control for that? But uh, besides water hemp, I know, ragweed, foxtail, velvet leaf, lamb's quarter, what uh, what are the conditions primed for going forward this spring?
6: Right on. So, you name it. So, I was at Lancaster a couple of days ago. Uh, we're also at. Uh, uh, down at Jamesville, the weeds are up and uh, up and going. Uh, the giant rag was the first one uh, to pop up. Uh, some of the giant ragweed is already hitting that four-inch mark. Uh, if you haven't controlled the first uh, cohort that was coming up early on, I mean they've been coming up here for the past month now, so they're reaching that threshold for post-emergence application, assuming uh, that they weren't controlled early on. Uh, lamb's quarter is taking off uh, a lot of lamb's quarters coming up uh, lamb's quarters is also an early season uh summer annual weed uh, we're starting to see some of the grasses foxtails, and so on break up the velvet leaf is, is getting established as well uh the one thing though is that this past two years i did not see any water hemp until uh the week after the memorial uh they weaken here okay so usually we would see uh, waterhemp starting to come up late May, early June. This year has been different. Uh, the first time I saw waterhemp uh, here in the southern part of the state was actually on May 4th. Uh, I was really surprised to see waterhemp coming up that early. There's not a whole lot coming up yet, but they're starting. Okay, so We just got good rain here uh, this past weekend. Uh, we're looking at nice weather in the forecast. Waterhemp will start coming up. Okay, uh, We have a graduate student. Uh, she tracked the emergence pattern of water hemp and giant ragweed uh, so we expect that the ragweed will continue to emerge through the end of June uh, whereas water hemp will start germinating now and it's going to continue to germinate until mid July so just so uh, you know our growers uh, our crop consultants are aware uh, and they're on the look for those uh, species here that are very troublesome in our uh, cropping systems uh, and also have an extended emergence window we have cases of resistance so those are some of the ones Uh, we got to pay special attention to uh, because those are the ones that require that we change some of our uh, management programs as we go in post-emergence because of resistance, particularly to glyphosate.
5: As we go forward, you mentioned glyphosate. Do we have any label changes for this year, any different uh, composition? Do we have any new chemistry for weed control and, and pest control?
6: Uh, so not, not necessarily new uh, chemistry. Uh, I think one thing that we're learning here is that the uh, Enlist technology uh, it's, it's becoming a little more predominant in the state. It was first commercially available last year. There weren't a whole lot of acres. We've done some survey now uh, over the winter here, uh, and about 20% of our acres, uh, soybean acres in the state, are going to be planted with the Enlist E3 technology, which confers tolerance to Q4D glyphosate, uh, and And about uh, 80% of those 20% uh, acres in the state that got surveyed that are going to get planted within list are going to receive a post-emergence application of 2,4-D choline. Uh, so that's uh, somewhat new for us here. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we've tested the technology in our plot. Uh, it shows promising results. Uh, assuming, uh, growers can, uh, applicators can follow the, the restrictions there or the, all the label. Uh, regulations and limitations, uh, I think, you know, it could be a successful product. And the, the beauty of that technology is that it also allows uh, producers that don't want to spray 2,4-D to use glyphosate instead. So we have now some effective post-emergence options that can help us, uh, with the water hemp, uh, challenge that we're seeing out there.
5: Are you satisfied we're making enough progress against water hemp with the programs that we now have? Do you feel we're we're gaining on it, so to speak, or is it getting ahead of us? It's a real problem
6: <laughs> uh that's that is an excellent question. Mother. for the most part, I think we're uh satisfied I mean the growers uh, that were struggling with the weed you know that their herbicide programs weren't working. Uh, we've been working a lot with a lot of uh, producers out there, uh, as well as with consultants. We're trying to generate data uh, that's helping them fine tune their programs. So those folks who are struggling with this weed uh, that are willing to make this investment right now—they've been satisfied with the level of control. But then you drive around the state, and then some people sometimes are not as concerned, or perhaps they don't realize uh, the challenge that this weed is, and they're still using that one or two pass of glyphosate. They haven't changed their behavior. Uh, So for those folks that are, you know, kind of adapting, uh, changing their behaviors, putting a good breed down, coming with an early season post application of an effective herbicide program, uh, in communication with those folks, those folks are pretty satisfied uh, with where uh, they're at. And, you know, driving around the state, it becomes day and night sometimes. If you take a drive uh, around August, that's when it becomes evident the fields that are being properly managed uh, from the fields that are... Maybe not as well uh, managed because you see the water amp, all that water amp uh, breaking through the canopy there. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's been good. I mean, I think our work and working with the producers, educators, agronomists around the state, I think we've learned a lot this past uh, two years plus all the experience that the other states, you know, that we obtained from the other states that have been dealing with this weed for long, longer period of time. Uh, I think that has helped us, uh, you know, improve. I don't, see, I don't I don't think we've won the battle yet. Uh, uh, but I think we can
5: do that. Absolutely. And with the price of these commodities as well, you don't want to use uh, lose yield, that's for sure. Dr. Rodrigo Worley, Copping Systems Weed Scientist, University of Wisconsin-Madison. I'm Bob O'Sold.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Oh, my goodness. Did you see Bob's gorgeous soybean rows? Um, totally. I couldn't believe how clean weed-free his entire field looked. I'm, like, so jealous. I heard he started using this new post-applied residual herbicide called Perpetuo, and it's burned down and long-lasting residual powers, making his soybeans, like, literally the talk of the town. Ah, so Perpetuo's his secret. Yep.
7: Talk to your
8: retailer or visit valent.com slash Perpetuo to learn more. Always read and follow label instructions. Attorney John Rihala with Clifford and Rihala.
9: When you ride a motorcycle, you can face serious risks from cars around you. It's a fact. Some car drivers don't watch for motorcycles and they don't see you. Even if they do, some cars don't give bikes the space they need to drive safely. A collision between a motorcycle and a car can be devastating. If this happens to you, we can help. At Clifford & Rihala, we know that motorcycle riders can suffer life-changing injuries in a crash And we can help you recover the compensation you deserve. If you or someone you care for has been in a motorcycle crash, call Clifford and Rihala for a free consultation. We'll fight to help you receive your maximum recovery.
8: For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com.
3: The battle to generate more revenue could be as simple as a free IT assessment from Compel Consulting. You'll receive a customized report detailing opportunities to reduce risk, lower costs, increase productivity, and revenues. Compel Consulting simply wants to help you. Make more money. Schedule a free technology assessment with Compel today and be more productive tomorrow. Visit CompelledNetworks.com. Compel Consulting, professional IT solutions, just like having family in the
1: IT biz. If you've ever driven a tractor, you are her friend. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam
0: Yonke. 520 on a Tuesday morning that looks like it's going to be simmering hot by the end of the day today. Everybody waking up this morning basically around 70 degrees. Stu egg meteorologist, joining us live via Skype. Wowza! 91 are expected high for today, and I guess the temperatures are one thing, too. but now I see the escalation on severe weather that we could get. Everything from hail to high winds, maybe even a tornado, huh?
10: That's absolutely something we have to keep in mind as a possibility, Pam, as that very warm, very humid air mass builds in today. Yeah, the thermometer may say 90, but that feels like index, the heat index. That's going to start pushing up mid and upper 90s around here this afternoon. A very warm and sticky situation in store. Make sure ventilation systems are operating. Make sure those animals all have some water to drink. You too, if you're trying to get some hay made, make sure the water jugs along. Take a break, take a drink now and again. Be careful to not overdo. It's pretty easy. Yes, there could be severe weather. A warm front's pulled up through the state here and there, almost a 10th of an inch of rain or a couple of hundredths of an inch yesterday, but a cold front swinging in out of the Northwest, no imminent rain. I mean, it's not just off to the West and starting to build in. There's some showers out in Western North Dakota, but as that cool front tries to drop into the state. The instability that results leads to showers and thunderstorms. There may be some large hail, strong winds definitely, and that possibility of a tornado to pop up here or there. We'll watch that. It really happens by this evening or in the nighttime. May last just into early Wednesday. We cool it off somewhat for midweek and on toward Thursday, but not cooling down in fact will still be above normal, only back into the 80s here as we head toward the end of the week, and a little unsteady with some shower chance popping up again a bit later Thursday or on toward Thursday night. I'll have more details right after this.
0: Farmers' fuel prices are climbing. Now is the time to buy a new farm fuel tank directly from the manufacturer. Usemco in Toma has 1,000 gallon and 550 gallon farm tanks in stock. Usemco fuel tanks are built farm tough. They're sandblasted, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Plus, they have a full factory warranty and are easy to move with their skid-type design. So get the best tank and the best price. Call Cal at USEMCO, 608-372-5911.
9: Compure Financial has always been there for our clients and communities in any situation, and our support continues today. Whether it's providing financial services to our local farmers or responding to the funding needs of our community partners, we're here to help. To learn more, give us a call at 844-426-6733 or visit Compure.com today. Compure Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.
0: 523 now and it looks like everybody in the state's going to be uh, under this heat, stew. Even the, the Great North is going to be awfully warm.
10: It's going to warm up a lot. Yeah, mostly sunny skies today around 90 in the south i'd say lacrosse and austin you may be up closer toward 95 or so and that heat index will push well up into the mid or upper 90s today southwest winds develop around 5 to 10. it's in the night that showers even thunderstorms develop on the severe possibility, call it, uh, toward mid part of the night, uh, 10 to midnight or a bit after there. I still expect nighttime lows in the upper 60s. Southwest winds 5 to 10 rain amounts, generally pushing up into that half and three quarters of an inch range. Central Wisconsin could see closer to an inch. I'd expect a rain chance early at Wednesday and morning clouds, but then clearing out still warm mid 80s. Northwest winds about five, mostly sunny Thursday, a slight rain chance late in the mid 80s with the west winds at five so pam it stays warm just not quite so hot here on toward the end of the week
0: all right thanks buddy take care of yourself we'll talk to you tomorrow
10: you might be good
0: Stu Ag Meteorologist, joining us live via Skype. Yeah, honestly, already this morning, Lacrosse, you've got clear skies. You're at 73 degrees. Mauston, clear in 70 degrees. Fond du Lac, clear in 68. Beaver Dam, clear in 68. Eau Claire, clear in 66. At the airport in Madison, currently, clear in 68 degrees. But boy, she's going to warm up fast. Farmers have been taking advantage of the weather over the past uh, 10 days' time. After 5.30, your latest crop progress report on how well we're coming along, getting chores done there. And uh, we may be feeling a little bit no- more normal, getting your hair cut, doing things like that. But our pork industry is anything but normal after COVID-19. Still living a bit of a nightmare. Josh gramlin has got those details. And that's coming your way after 5.30.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
11: Hi, Wisconsin. Governor Tony Evers here. We've made strides to turn the dial on COVID-19, but we need your help. If you have any COVID symptoms, a cough, shortness of breath, fever, chills, loss of taste or smell, muscle pain or sore throat, call your doctor for a test or visit DHS dot wisconsin.gov backslash testing together we can box in this virus sponsored by the
12: wisconsin department of health services
9: Compere financial has always been there for our clients and communities in any situation and our support continues today whether it's providing financial services to our local farmers or responding to the funding needs of our community partners we're here to help to learn more Give us a call at 844 426 6733 or visit Compeer.com today. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. There are
1: those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few. The proud. The Marines.
2: Air conditioner overheated? Whether it's a quick fix or time for something new, you need a dealer who knows what it takes to keep things cool. And a Bryant dealer does whatever it takes. It takes attention to detail the right tools, and friendly, knowledgeable service. Bottom line, it takes a Bryant dealer to keep your family cool.
3: Call Hillstead Heating and Cooling Systems, 231-3888. They'll do whatever it takes. Call Hillstead
1: today. Bryant, whatever it takes.
9: Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. Through our partnership with the Federal Home Loan Bank of Chicago, Settlers
6: Bank has been able to make grants to our nonprofit community.
9: We are proud to support the heroic efforts of these compassionate people.
6: We are committed to providing them solutions and support.
9: As a bank built on relationships, bringing these dollars back home just makes sense.
7: Settlers Bank. Timely decisions, lenders you know. Member FDIC Equal Opportunity Lender. Farmers' fuel prices
0: are climbing. Now is the time to buy a new farm fuel tank directly from the manufacturer. USEMCO in Toma has 1,000-gallon and 550-gallon farm tanks in stock. USEMCO fuel tanks are built farm-tough. They're sandblasted, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Plus, they have a full factory warranty and are easy to move with their skid-type design. So get the best tank and the best price. Call Cal at USEMCO,
7: 608 372 11 Trivia time. What does a thirsty badger, spicy green goddess, and wave runner have in common? They are part of the summertime drink menu at Thirsty Goat in Fitchburg. The restaurant and patio are now open. Enjoy some of this Wisconsin weather on the outside patio, sipping on one of the summertime drinks from Thirsty Goat while enjoying a basket of ribs, chicken wings, burnt ends. That's the crispier corners of the brisket. They're smokehouse favorites from the prime brisket, pulled pork. Kilbasa or enjoy a delicious salad while you're enjoying your summertime drink with Thirsty Goat in Fitchburg. Over these past few months, they've done a great job with the curbside checkout, to-go orders, and that will continue during the reopen Add Thirsty Goat in Fitchburg for your next lunch or dinner. And hey, if you're planning a business lunch or a graduation celebration, check out their to-go menu for those options as well. It's all online at ThirstyGoatBrew.com. Wisconsin needs
13: Farmers, it's not just the truth, it's a yard sign. Do you have yours yet? Sign up now at we need farmers.com to show your support of Wisconsin's farmers, and a sign will be headed your way. Once you get your sign, share it online with everyone you know by using the hashtag We Need Farmers. These are the people that feed us, and they need us now more than ever before. So join the movement and show your support. Brought to you by High Point Steakhouse in Ridgeway. High Point Steakhouse knows that Wisconsin needs farmers.
2: The <laughs> cat Right about now, you're probably saying, Lazy Boy, they just have recliners. It's okay. Everybody says that at first. Well, don't let this get around. Lazy Boy has more than recliners. Hmm, I don't know if I should say this out loud. Lazy Boy has more than recliners. But it's as if there's an inner voice telling me that I should share this important information with you. Yes, that's me. Lazy Boy just isn't recliners. Well, against my better judgment. Are you kidding me right now? Lazy Boy has more than recliners. Recliners. Finally! Dining room, bedroom, entertainment centers, tons of accessories. And when you shop at Lazy Boy, professional interior design is free. Oh, did I say that out loud? Totally. Redo one room or redo the whole home. You can get it all at Lazy Boy. Like I always say. Lazy Boy has more than just recliners.
4: Lazy decorators love
3: Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor. Madison, East Springs Drive near Easttown Mall.
1: You could go to Chicago to hear about the Board of Trade. But isn't it easier to listen to Pam Yonke? This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. All righty,
0: 535 now on a Tuesday that is going to turn into one hot potato as far as temperatures are concerned. Looking at highs today under sunny skies around 91 degrees. So if you're going to be outside, whether it's the garden or lawn work or farming, please be sure and take care of yourself. I'm Pam Yonke. Now from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri News Desk here-
7: Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes,
0: it's a grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for a number of money-saving member benefits on equipment, autos, travel, and insurance. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for
13: farmers. A vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau.
1: Keeping Wisconsin strong.
4: Wisconsin's number one farm insurer can protect your dairy operation from unexpected declines in revenue from milk sales. Visit ruralmutual.com to learn more or talk to your local agent about how dairy revenue protection can fit into your risk management plan.
1: Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong.
11: Gear up for summer with a little help from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We have all the supplies you need to get your animals in tip-top shape. Keep livestock feeling their best with a 5-pound jug of Probios Probiotic Powder. It's 39.99. Stock up on 50-pound bags of Agromaster Sweet 18 Calf Starter. On sale 13.69. Save on a 50-pound bag of 2220 Medicated Super Supreme Milk Replacer Red. On sale, $69.99. Awards members pay $67.99. Take $10 off a 200-pound tub of all-natural protein for cattle. On sale, $49.99. And stock up on Lincoln's Size All Baler Twine. Available in 7,200, 9,000, or 16,000-foot rolls. Your choice, $39.99. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. June is National Dairy Month. All of us at Blaine's Farm and Fleet would like to salute Midwest dairy farmers and their families and say thank you.
1: Confusion ever, someone, or have sudden you trouble, had speaking, understanding?
8: Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have, or speaking someone ever, confusion? Have, Have you ever, ever had, had sudden, sudden confusion, confusion,
1: trouble speaking, or, or understanding, understanding someone?
8: It could be one of the five signs of stroke.
1: Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg.
8: Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes.
1: Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance.
8: Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere.
1: If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own.
8: It's late until, wait. Don't, too. Don't, don't wait, wait until, until, until it's too, too late. late.
1: Time lost is brain lost.
8: Find out more at powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
1: I-39 Supply. Over 200 trailers in stock for work or play and complete trailer service to minimize downtime. Plus a huge inventory of trailer parts. I-39 Supply. Trailer service and more. I-39 Supply.com. You could go to Chicago to hear about the Board of Trade. But isn't it easier to listen to Pam Yonke? This is the Midwest Farm Report with
0: Pam Yonke. All 535 now on a Tuesday that is going to turn into one hot potato as far as temperatures are concerned. Looking at highs today under sunny skies around 91 degrees. So if you're going to be outside, whether it's the garden or lawn work or farming, please be sure and take care of yourself. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Tuesday, the second day of June. On this day back in 1953, Queen Elizabeth II was crowned. It was, in fact, the first televised major international event in history. She took the throne over after the death of her father, King George VI. That was 16 months before Queen Elizabeth II crowned On this day back in 1953. And on this date in 1989, Dead Poets Society, starring Robin Williams, premiered all the way back on this date. 1989, and now you know. Don't forget, it's a Tuesday, so our man John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing by Stuart Peterson, is going to be joining us live in just a little bit. One area we're continuing to keep an eye on is what's happening with our Wisconsin livestock markets. Although you and I may feel like things are getting a little bit more normal, you can get a haircut, go into a restaurant, uh, maybe it's feeling a little bit more normal, things are anything but normal for the state's livestock producers, be it beef or be it pork, we're still suffering with a backlog of livestock. Josh Scramlin's got more on that this morning. Josh?
4: COVID-related challenges have taken a severe financial and emotional toll on U.S. hog farmers. A.V. Roth is a Wisconsin pork producer, but also happens to be the president of the National Pork Producers Council, and he has a very simple message.
14: The U.S. Senate must act quickly to support U.S. pork producers who remain in crisis due to the coronavirus pandemic. Much of what has made the United States the finest pork-producing nation in the world and afforded a rural lifestyle relished by thousands of hog farmers and their families is in jeopardy.
4: Livestock agriculture provisions included in the House-passed HEROES Act, would provide much-needed relief measures to U.S. pork producers. The National Pork Producers Council urges the Senate to quickly adopt those provisions. Because make no mistake, even though restaurants are reopening and you can get your hair cut again and life seems to be going back to somewhat normal measures, the pork industry is still struggling mightily.
14: Plant capacity has improved in recent weeks. Thanks to the Defense Production Act invoked by President Trump on April 28th, but significant plant capacity shortfalls remain and it's unclear when we will return to full processing capacity. Hogs continue to back up on farms, causing an unprecedented financial crisis that is taking a severe emotional toll on farmers. A lifeline has been extended through provisions including in the HEROES Act passed by the House on May 15th. They address The range of issues that are decimating our farm sector, including compensation for euthanized livestock and additional direct payments to offset the severe market losses incurred by producers as hog values have plummeted.
4: Roth says that with the way things are right now, without government assistance, many generational family farms will end up going bankrupt, and that will destroy the livelihood of rural communities and lead to consolidation in a farm sector that generates more than 500,000 jobs and $23 billion in personal income.
14: Collectively, U.S. pork producers will lose at least $5 billion this year. We appreciate the $1.6 billion allocated for pork producers in the USDA's Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. But it falls short of what is needed to sustain thousands of impacted producers.
4: The National Pork Producers Council and NPPC President A.V. Roth, who is a Wisconsin pork producer, is also asking that the HEROES Act be passed through the Senate because it provides compensation for euthanized hogs.
14: The House bill also calls for compensation for euthanized livestock that can't be processed into the food supply due to ongoing covid related packing plant capacity reductions
4: and another thing just because there's no shortages at the grocery store anymore doesn't mean that farmers have fully recovered from what has happened i
15: had a conversation the other day with a gentleman who who remarked that that someone had mentioned to him the other day that um you know the the grocery store shelves were fully stocked and meat and eggs were were there and uh, things must be back to normal on the farm and um, you know, unfortunately, they're not, and and it's going to be a long time until they are, and that's that's what I see as one of the dangers right now is that um, everyone's lives are starting to get a little more closer to normal, um, left with with a mess on our farms that that's going to take a long time to work through
4: that is mike poshton a pork producer from iowa and he says from start to finish the pigs are on a farm for about 10 months that is a lot of time and money to put into a product when you don't know when things are going to totally go back to normal and if there's even going to be a marketplace at the end of that hog's life
15: You know, my wife and I were weaning pigs this morning, and it got me thinking about it. You know, these these pigs that were weaning today, uh, they're about five months into that journey. So they're about at the halfway point here. And, you know, normally I'm just thinking about, you know, what do I need to do to make sure these pigs uh, have have one great day after another, everything they need, get them to thrive and to grow as fast as they can. Um, but I'm, I find myself not thinking about it anymore. I'm starting to think about, you know, what is there a future for these pigs? Um, you know, where, where are they going to go uh, in five months?
4: That is Mike Poshton, a pork producer from Iowa. And the National Pork Producers Council is urging quick action from the U.S. Senate to pass the HEROES Act, which has already been passed through the House. And it has provisions in there that would support mental health for farmers. Expanded direct payments without limitations to livestock farmers and compensation for euthanized livestock that can't be processed into the food supply because of issues at packing plants. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin.
13: Wisconsin needs farmers. It's not just the truth. It's a yard sign. Do you have yours yet? Sign up now at WeNeedFarmers.com to show your support of Wisconsin's farmers and a sign will be headed your way. Once you get your sign, share it online with everyone you know by using the hashtag WeNeedFarmers. These are the people that feed us and they need us now more than ever before. So join the movement and show your support. Brought to you by High Point Steakhouse in Ridgeway. High Point Steakhouse knows that Wisconsin needs
0: farmers. Boy, big gains yesterday as far as our dairy product prices. We'll be talking about that next with John Heinberg, Market Advisor. Total farm marketing by Stuart Peterson out of West Bend. Barrel cheese gained seven and three quarter cents on Monday to two ten. Forty-pound block cheese up seventeen cents at two forty. Double A butter that gained a half at one sixty-six and a half per pound. Now don't get too comfortable though. Fluid milk contracts are really the story to watch. June milk right now is up six at nineteen o three a weight, but July milk's unchanged at seventeen ninety-two. August milk is unchanged at sixteen ninety. Again, August through January. Our fluid milk contracts in Chicago are below $17 a hundredweight, so kind of planned for that. December corn right now is unchanged at three thirty-five dollars a bushel. November soybeans are up three at $8.55. July wheat, down two cents at $5.13 a bushel. Wisconsin farmers have made the most out of the weather that Mother Nature has given to them. As of Sunday, across the state of Wisconsin, 94% of our corn crop was in the ground, 88% of our soybeans were planted, 95% of the oats were in the ground, and 91% of our potatoes had been planted. And farmers seem pretty confident about the crop so far. Although 73% of the corn is out of the ground, 83% of the corn crops called good to excellent. The soybeans, 82% of that crop. Called good to excellent, 82% of the oats rated good to excellent, and 76% of the winter wheat still considered in that good to excellent category. That's up three percentage points compared to just a week ago. I bet we're not the only ones that are having some good luck when it comes to getting the crops planted. Talking about that next and the dairy complex with John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing by Stuart Peterson. Stick around.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam
11: Youngke. It's been 65 years since Blaine's Farm and Fleet opened its doors, supplying feed, farm supplies, hardware, and auto parts at low prices to our customers. Today, we continue these traditions, offering brand-name products at everyday low prices. Keep your equipment running longer and stronger with clean Def diesel exhaust fluid. A 55-gallon drum, just $139. Awards members pay $129.99. Pick up an Easy 8 12-volt DC 8-gallons-per-minute transfer pump from GPI. It's $219.99. Right now, when you buy one Ratchet load binder at full price, get the second one half price. Take $3 off farm and fleet commercial automotive batteries, just $51.99 after sale and exchange. Improve fuel economy with diesel clean plus Cetane boost injector cleaner and performance improver, an 80-ounce jug, now $11.99. Plus, save on this great doorbuster deal, Shell Rotella T diesel oil, two and a half gallons, just $26.99 after $10 mail-in rebate. That's Genuine Value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Family owned since 1955. Educated
1: Mortgage the smartest way home. Call Dan the Mortgage Man.
11: Interest rates
14: have recently dropped. Now's a great time to take a look at refinancing to see how much we can lower your payment. We're routinely saving our clients hundreds of dollars a month. Contact Educated Mortgage today and let's get the conversation started. Educated
6: just this way home. Call
14: Dan the Mortgage Man. NMLS number 222-652.
0: So you're still planning that family get-together or special celebration. Well, we're thinking a little differently about those plans now. I'm P.M. Yankee for my friends at McFarland, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City. And McFarland's is there to help with their rental department. You still want to get folks together, but you want to spread them out a little bit? Well, McFarland's has got some great tables available, nice and long, and great equipment you can rent to entertain the group as well. Check it out online, McFarland's.net in the heart of Sauk City.
1: Farm goddess, agricultural princess, queen of all that moves. Nah, let's stick with Farm Babe. This is the Midwest Farm Report
0: with Pam Young. All 547 now on a hot, sticky Tuesday coming our way. Be careful if you've got to be outside doing chores. If you're going to be outside doing anything, be careful. 91 are expected high, maybe even warmer than that in La Crosse area. Well, weather is definitely being discussed in the marketplace, uh, we want to start with our friend John Heinberg, the market advisor. Total Farm Marketing by Stuart Peterson out of West Bend. uh We're going to put the crops on pause for just a minute, John, because I want to focus in on those crazy numbers yesterday for barrel and block cheese. My goodness, 17 cents up in a day? I mean, my concern is, although I am happy to see it, that it gives dairy farmers a false sense of security going forward. And that may not be the case.
12: Well, it's something we definitely got to keep an eye on. You know, we saw block prices get up to 240 yesterday, and that's a very hev- hefty level. Go back historically; last time we were here was 2014, and and realistically, the you know that's a basically the highest price point that I can see going way back in time, and that was at 243. So we're getting to a spot where. You've got to start asking yourself, like we talked about with the cattle market and the boxed beef prices, do we get to a window where the retailers and and those end users start saying, no, we just don't want to pay this? And that could be a turning point in this marketplace. Here we have some of the reason why you saw – we did saw a positive reaction in milk yesterday, but given that strength of cheese, we should have been limit up. Uh, that maybe we're starting to digest the fact that you know things are getting maybe to the point where we're topping out, and things could be starting to settle out a little bit here. Typically, we don't spend a lot of time up in these windows, as we've seen looking through history.
0: Yeah, and and like you said, the fluid milk contracts. Although we did, uh, you know, we're we're trading pretty decent on the June contracts. Once you get past uh, August, we're well under seventeen dollars.
12: Yeah, you know, and again, that might be more of a you know, reflection of the short-term demand that we're seeing. You know, basically right now we're looking at the cheese market's got a very current t- tone. When we mean by current, tighter supplies, basically kind of a hand-to-mouth as products getting made, it's moving out, and that's what's given that push in, in the price values overall. That's coming from export demand. We continue to see some good movement there, especially off the west coast, and at the same time, the domestic orders continue to ramp up as you know businesses are starting to step up in here and pick up some cheese for the food service and retail sector and that's kind of been putting a little push on things and you know don't forget we did see milk production kind of start sliding back and throw this heat in there a little bit that could tighten up that milk supply but a lot of times in this situation too people were pulling back because the self-imposed regulation and so milk supplies are just a little bit snug and you put that together we got a little bit of a perfect storm in terms of cheese price.
0: Boy, and that comes at a time when our Wisconsin dairy farmers just got their latest milk check, which probably almost brought them to tears.
12: Yeah, that unfortunately was reflected the, the situation we saw the past couple of months. So the biggest thing for me in talking to a couple of producers again yesterday is, you know, that we're in a window you need to defend, 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 and make sure we got prices locked in somehow uh, and use tools to keep those opportunities open to the upside. I'm talking mainly about a lot of puts and looking at those values that are out there and just saying, you know, let's get a floor under this thing, protect value, leave the top side open if this thing wants to continue to go crazy we'll take advantage of it
0: did usda did i see something usda uh opened uh, enrollment for what was it uh dairy margin coverage or dairy revenue protection something yesterday
12: um that may have missed that. Okay, I didn't see that come through, but prob- that's a very good possibility that they have. Uh, again, they're, they're, we're in those windows, again, where there's opportunities like that out there. People just need to ask questions and find out what's available to them.
0: Yeah, exactly. John Heinberg, uh, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing by Stuart Peterson along with us. Before I get too close to the end of time, you better tell them how they can get a hold of you, John, if they want to jump on this and, like you said, defend, defend, defend.
12: Uh, again, I'm sure, I'd love to talk to him anytime. Give me a call at 800-334-9779 is our office number. Or again, our website, totalfarmmarketing.com. And you can find the Broker Solutions tab. You can find my profile. Shoot me an email.
0: All right. Now let's talk about the crop. Crop Progress Report. Uh, the numbers from Wisconsin wowed me this morning, and uh, I'm sure we're not alone. What do you see? What is the market talking about with regards to crop progress?
12: Well, definitely in the corn side of the situation, the crop is in, it's rolling, you know, 93% planted. First crop ratings came out last week. They jumped 4% this week to 74% good to excellent. So nationally, the corn crop looks like it's off to a good start. Now we're going to throw some heat at it for some of these areas that needed it. You know, at least in the short term, uh, the heat will get things moving and get this crop really stretching out. So that's going to be a little bit of a burden on the corn price. Uh, You know, so we'll see where we go. Beans? So, that- you saw the planting pace slow down a little bit. Again, that's still a crop that is very manageable despite all the U.S.-Chinese tensions. Uh, China did step in, bought some beans again yesterday. We've seen a little follow-through on price so far this morning. You know, so it's still a market that's got some potential in it. And now the biggest focus is going to be watching these long-range forecasts. We've got a mixture of them out there from warm and wet to warm and dry. And whatever pattern seems to develop is really going to move, I think, the money flow over the next few weeks in the corn and bean markets.
0: Uh, what are, uh, you know, today, 90, 90s in Wisconsin, almost 100 degrees. Is the market reacting to that overnight? I
12: think we picked a little bit up more last week as we were talking about the forecast. Actually, things kind of wettened up a little bit in the forecast this week. So not seeing too much of an impact there right now, but you know, we're starting to look now at what's out two weeks from here. What's gonna be the forecast as we get into the end of June and July? A couple of weather groups I follow, you know, they're seeing the forecast dry out. If that's the case, that's gonna keep some premium in this market, especially means given the supply picture. We got a lot of issues in the south and the west. If you look at the drought monitor maps and does that continue to shift east and north and get into some portions of the grain belt and if that does you know markets will throw weather premium into them very very quickly
0: curious what's happening in South America I know that Brazil is starting to see COVID-19 skyrocket as far as incidents How how are the farmers in the growing season going there
12: Things are going well, at least in terms of the growing season. You know, they're through pretty much the bean harvest now. They're focusing on the second crop beans or the or their second crop corn harvest, which is their main corn crop. There's been some dryness issues enough that they'll bring some. They've brought some of the reductions down in terms of the yield and, and total uh, total metric tons being produced. So corn still looks like it's got some time to go until we see where that gets to at this stage. And again, that's going to be the main crop that competes against us on the export front. Now, in terms of the COVID yes. It's actually become one of the global hotspots. And that's something I know the meat industry has been watching. Do they start going through some of the issues in terms of getting product developed, product shipped, as well as even in the ports in terms of moving grains out? We've seen a few cases where you know things have been closed for a short time, but at least at this stage, it's still kind of something that's out there. And something that could become a factor in the markets if we start seeing some of the logistics shut down in Brazil, very similar to what we saw here in the United States.
0: Yeah, yeah. Something to keep an eye on. Very good, John. Appreciate all the content. We'll catch up with you next week, my friend. Stay comfortable.
12: You too have a great week.
0: <laughs> all right, John Heinberg, along with us, uh, market advisor, Total Farm Marketing by Stuart Peterson. And as he said, remember you can always shoot him a call or an email. Totalfarmmarketing.com is their website. All right, tomorrow we are going to talk about cancellation of all these fairs. What is the state of the industry for fairs? That's tomorrow right here. 555 now.
1: This